Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? I am talking to you from beautiful Taos, New Mexico. It is so lovely and cool here. I went on a walk this morning. It was 55 degrees. Oh, man. Such a nice change from the hot, hot Texas temperatures. Uh, My husband's parents have a house here, my in-laws, my in-loves. And so we're very fortunate that we get to come here several times a year. And in fact, the last time we were here was spring break and we had just wrapped up a great week of skiing or my family had, I don't ski, not my thing, but you know, we skied, getting ready to go back home. And of course, that's when everything hit the fan and we did not go back to school. And here we are six months later and I thought for sure that things would be back to normal by now and they're not. And so we find ourselves here in August moving into this back to school season with um, a little uncertainty, right? A little hesitancy and just kind of walking on shifting ground. That's what I feel like this is. My kids are starting in person. That's the plan anyway. And I'm fine with that. I have absolutely no worries about the virus. I'm more concerned about the the learning environment, the masks and the social distancing and just trying to that being more of a focus than the actual learning. And so but I know our school's working very hard to, uh, to make it workable, and you know, the best environment they can. And so I hope that my kids get to go back and just do everything normally, because they really want to I think this time has shown them that Uh, they do like school, and they really miss their friends. And so that's where my hope and my prayers are. And no matter what you're doing, I I'm just, you know, praying for all of us to make the best decision for ourselves. And just remember that we cannot control these outer circumstances, we cannot control that. Um, We have to remember that God is always in control. And remember that the thing that we can control, my friends, is how we show up in this world. And I think more than anything uh, that we need to focus on right now with some intention is our health and the Lord and, you know, putting our intentions in both of those places. And that is just where my head is so, so at right now. Um, You know, in any given year, by the time August rolls around, we're, we've just kind of, (laughs) the the towel has been thrown in, you know, things are more lax uh, with eating Uh, with the kids, you know, I know for us, screen time has crept in more and more. Um, I have just, uh, you know, I have let that happen, unfortunately. But it just feels so much more intense this year, because we've been doing this forever. I remember I was talking to one of my clients back in June. She said, I feel like an August mom in June, you know, meaning like by the time June hit, it was, you know, three months under this thing. And she's like, we haven't been eating well, and just, you know, our schedule is so off, we're just kind of messed up. And so now that we have been doing this so long, I know a lot of us just feel like things have been so out of control. And so again, it is time to tighten it back up y'all because the way that we show up for our families and our communities, um, you know, what we're putting in our body says everything about how we show up. And so that's where my focus is for all of us and where I really want to direct you today. I want to share just some, you know, some meals and the supplements and just some thoughts about going into the back to school season. One thing that I've decided to do is not take on any more new clients for a while. And that's been a hard decision. Um, I've had a pretty busy client load this summer and last spring, and it was just, it's been difficult to manage. I know y'all feel me, all you working mamas, 
that balance of working and then being at home and then just moving into this season and, you know, having to facilitate school from home and what have you. And for me, um, I just need to clear a little space and energy and leave that open for what might come this season. And so I am going to put, you know, taking on one-on-one clients on hold for a little while. I will still be working with my current clients. Um, but really, I want to focus my energy on Feast of Fast because I feel like that's where I can make my biggest impact, my biggest, broadest impact. And I would recommend that anybody that wanted to work with me one-on-one anyway go through Feast of Fast because if we don't have these foundations of how to eat um, and how to navigate that in a really sustainable, doable way, then, you know, we can't just go in and, I mean, that's just, that's first things first. We got to have an understanding about that, you know, and especially what I like to tell moms, what I hear from moms a lot is that, you know, they're frustrated by the fact that uh, their family, it's hard to get their families on board with healthy eating. You know, they're their spouses don't want to get on board or their kids are real picky and they, they don't want to eat what they've made. And, you know, they're trying to advise their parents, you know, to be healthier, especially during these times. And, um, it's very frustrating when the family is not on board, but you know, what I want to remind you, um, you being this kind of point person is that the best thing that you can do is to be the model, be the example, be the excellent vessel that carries herself in health and wellness. um, And just shine that out to the people around you in a very organic and natural way. There's a a Bible verse from 1 Corinthians 9.27 and it says, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. And I love that verse because I think for us who truly want our families to be healthier, we've got to walk that walk, y'all. We've got to walk that walk in consistency. The worst thing we can do is let our families see us swinging from one diet to the other. You know, um, we disqualify ourselves when we keep starting a new diet and, uh, you know, changing things up and every week it's something new and our families just roll their eyes. You know, like, here she goes again. One day she's, you know, preaching salads and the next day she's binging on chips and beer, you know. And so <laughs> I think the best thing that we've got to do and what what my passion is, is to empower you in this way of eating that you can manage and bring to your family. And when you just are showing up, you know, in a healthier way with better moods and um, more energy and clear skin and stable weight. It's like that, you know, that kind of natural evangelism, you know, just in the same way that we want to draw people as, you know, to us, to Christ as, you know, just by being who we are as Christians, we can draw people to health by being who we are and walking in that healthier healthier lifestyle. And so that's kind of, uh, that is just where I'm so focused. And so I invite you to join us um, this round of Feast of Fast. It starts August 17th, whether you've never done it before, or you need a refresher, come back in and do it with us. And let's let's tighten things back up, y'all. Let's take control of what we can this season and go into it, just honoring our bodies and just radiating out this you know, this vessel of wellness and love and um, putting God first and in in presenting ourselves um, as a vessel for him and doing his work in this world. That is just, oh, I just feel so strongly about that. So that's, that's what I'm focusing on. And um, I hope that you'll join me in that. So a couple things I wanted to talk about today, you know, is just kind of give you some ideas about eating, uh, about supplements, you know, kind of what I'm doing with my family. So funny, every time at this time of the year, I'm, I go back and I listen to French kids eat anything. And a couple years ago, we read that as a group in the Christian nutritionist community. Um, And I I don't know why it's like, I need, 
it's good for me to hear that. And so if you've never read that book or listened to it on audio and you need like a little uh, mama inspiration for, yeah, we can get our kids to eat well, uh, then listen to that. It's a good one. Um, but I thought that I would just, you know, kind of share kind of what we do, what we eat. Um, like I said, things have become more lax around my house as well. You know, we're just normal people too. Um, it, it might be, we might have more, a little more upgraded foods around our house, but still, you know, things, there's been too much sugar on the kids end. Well, let's be honest, too much sugar on mine end, too much wine, you know, on this summer season, I usually drink a little bit more wine, have a little bit more sweet, stay up later. And, and so I am looking forward to, uh, this time to just to get things back on track. And just because school isn't starting in its normal way, I just, I can't let this go on any longer. You know, <laughs> do you feel like that? Like we have got to pull it back together, people. It is time. So here is what we normally do during the school year. Um, as far as kind of what we're eating and stuff, we are, we're simple folk. I'm not a big gourmet cook, you know, I'm not changing it up every week. Um, and so we kind of stick to the same things. And one of my major goals, so let's kind of start with breakfast. So a real major goal for breakfast with me is to get my kids to eat eggs at least three times a week, but usually four, three to four days a week. Eggs are just one of the best things that you can put in your body. So much nutrition there, um, especially when we're thinking about their brains. It's such good brain food. When I'm sending them off to... Uh, uh, to teachers at school, I do not want to be starting their day with something super sugary. And that's it like cereal that has no that has no grounding effect for them as far as keeping them full for any sustainable amount of time keeping their brains focused anything like that. And so whether you're sending them off to school for a teacher or you're the teacher do yourself a favor mama and get, <laughs> if they're gonna eat breakfast, uh, let it be something that's going to start the day well. Um, and so their little brains can function and focus well. So we are, I'm really trying to get eggs in them four days a week. And so we just try to mix that up. You know, they, they don't love eating eggs that often, I'll be honest, but it's just what it is. I mean, tough. So I try to keep it interesting though. And so here's what we do. Um, we'll do scrambled eggs or omelets or egg in a hole, you know, where you, you do an egg in the middle of a piece of toast kind of thing. Um, it's so funny. One time on Facebook, I put a picture of that and I'm like, it's egg in a hole, you know, and somebody was like, we call it, I don't know, there were some, we just did this whole list of all the different names for egg in a hole, like egg in a basket and like something about a frog. I can't remember. There were all of these different names for egg in a hole. And it was so funny. It was one of the most commented posts I've ever posted in the group. And it was got a lot of response, but that's a, that's a real, uh, popular one with my kids. I know egg in a hole, sheet pan eggs. Um, this is just genius y'all. This is where you cook bacon in the oven, you know, on a sheet pan, you cook the bacon in the oven, and then you take out the pan, you take the bacon off of the pan, kind of pour off some of the grease because it's pretty greasy. And then you just crack your eggs right back in the pan. Um, and you put it back in the oven and you, you know, cook the eggs for like 10 to 12 minutes. And, um, and it's such an easy way to do to do eggs, my kids love it that way. And it's just easy cooking, easy cleanup. So that's a great thing. We do hard boiled eggs, we do breakfast tacos, we do egg muffins, you know, in the cupcake um, containers Those are really easy to do. You can add vegetables or bacon or cheese, you can make them ahead of time. Those are great uh, to make ahead of time and pop in the microwave or the oven to heat up when you need a quick egg fix on the go. I mean, so much better than, you know, driving through McDonald's and getting an egg McMuffin. No, make yourself some egg muffins at home. Um, or my new favorite um, are the, I make the, uh, the Starbucks, you know, the, the sous vide egg bites at Starbucks. I found a great recipe that you can make them in your instant pot. And oh my gosh, that's kind of my new obsession. And so Y'all, I'm going to put all of this that I'm talking about today, because I'm going to talk about foods, I'm going to talk about supplements, talk about a lot of things. I'm going to put them in the show notes. I think I'll also make a blog post um, with all of this, a separate blog post, so you can find all of this stuff really easily. Okay, so I will link to 
anything I'm talking about today um, and just it'll all be laid out for you if you need kind of a reference guide for this kind of stuff. And so that we're, that's how we're doing eggs four days a week. We just kind of rotate those up. Oh, also banana pancakes, um, which is one banana, two eggs. And then I put a scoop of collagen powder in there and just pour that out and make it like pancakes. And the good thing about that is that is also feast to fast friendly. A lot of these, so a lot, you know, everything I'm talking about today and what, what we're eating here when I'm talking about our family meals are so easy to tweak and make um, for you as a mom if you're, you know, if you're trying to do a sugar detox or you're going, you know, going through feast to fast or something like that. This is totally doable as a family. You don't have to make separate meals for yourself or anything like that, which I think is the beauty and you don't want to be having to do that anyway. So, Okay, so we make the eggs, and if I'm just making straight up eggs, you know, I might put um, something on the side like zucchini bread or uh, a muffin or sausage or bacon, um, something like that. Um, so we're doing our eggs and that, and then we fill in the other days with like oatmeal, you know, and I'll put collagen powder in there for some protein, um, maybe some avocado chocolate pudding. If you've seen on social media, I make that a lot. It's um, basically you're using a bin use a banana I think so banana and avocado and um, cocoa powder you know cacao powder and unsweetened and um, you put some collagen protein in there also to give it a little protein boost so we do that my kids love that um, they think they're getting a treat first thing in the morning and it is and it's it's good uh, granola they might do some yogurt that kind of thing and so that's what we're doing for breakfast for lunch, uh, my kids take their lunch to school, and I uh, I always have the greatest intentions of having them make their own lunches every year. I'm like, this is the year you're making your own lunches, and then I end up doing it. Uh, this summer, they have been making their own lunches every day, and they pretty much either made sandwiches or nachos, and I've just been like, great, whatever, you're making your own, that makes me happy. Normally in the school year, they only eat a sandwich one day a week on Fridays because <laughs> I'm a hard mama like that. No, it's really just because I want them to get a variety and understand that, you know, you don't have to have a bready sandwich every single day. Again, this summer, that's one of the things I'm saying, just a little bit more lax. And honestly, it's great. They were being self-sufficient and making their own food. So, you know, it's perfect. But I would like to get back to our, a little bit more variety and um, having them, not have when you have a sandwich in your lunch, it just makes it so much more, uh, you know, carby, bready, which turns to sugar. And so I like to keep their carb load kind of balanced in the way that I try to keep mine balanced the way we talk about it in feast to fast. I absolutely do not talk to my children about carb loads. But I do tell them that, um, you know, we're trying to focus on real foods, and that too many uh, you know, too many processed foods that don't come from nature turn to sugar in the body. It's not just the cookies and the sweets and stuff. And so I do want them to understand that and understand that they have to make choices about, about those kind of, uh, carbs, you know, that they would be including in their lunch. And it's got to be balanced out by enough protein and healthy fats. And so that's really what I'm trying to teach them now. And <laughs> You know, and I pretty much teach that in Feast of Fast too, is really uh, being discerning and being choosy about how you incorporate carbohydrates into your day. Um, if you're having a sandwich for lunch, well, you better watch the rest of your day and make sure you're not getting too much of, of the carb load that's going to turn into sugar, set off insulin, put you in fat storage mode, just, you know, wreak all this havoc on the body. So, with lunches, I want them to focus on protein first, whether we're packing a lunch or whether they're eating a lunch, you know, whether no matter what we're eating, I am usually directing them to and gently like, you know, work on your protein first. That's the most important thing you're putting in your body, especially as children. Um, they need those amino acids, those building blocks to build their brains, their bones, their all of these things so important. They're growing so rapidly and they need this good nutrition and protein goes a really long way in building their bodies, but also making them feel full and satisfied. And if you start with the protein first, um, then they're less likely to, you know, eat all their chips and all their 
their dessert and all the other things and then be like, oh, I don't want my protein now. So protein first. And so that would look like, um, you know, we'll use lunch meat and I try to use a good brand like Applegate, um, Applegate or, or a local organic brand. Um, and so a lot of times they'll just have lunch meat, like rolled up lunch meat and cheese without the bread. That is probably their preference, what they'll do. But we also do hot dogs, um, tuna. We do a lot of leftover hamburger patties. So usually on the weekends uh, during the school year, we we make a lot of hamburgers and we make extra on purpose so that on Monday or Tuesday they have leftovers. And so that's often what they're taking um, early in the week. And when it's getting cooler outside, we do soup uh, we do other leftovers. Um, and so that's kind of the, the main, the main part of the meal. And then we're filling in with veggies, um, and, and, or fruit, you know, and of course I'm letting them pick their favorite veggies, which for my kids are peppers, carrots, cucumbers. It is not the time to be putting the veggie they don't like in their lunch. It's just going to go in the trash. Um, and maybe they're putting some of it in the trash anyway. Uh, <laughs> who knows for sure. But my kids do like peppers and carrots and cucumbers. And they don't mind them at all. And so they'll eat those. I might put some cheese sticks, some guacamole packs in their lunch. Um, I do, you know, we'll, we'll put chips in there. So like kind of this is more where we're getting into. I try to make them understand like this isn't healthy for you. But, you know, um, it's okay if we're if we're keeping some real food in there. Then you can have some chips. You can have some dessert. And so for the chips, I'm really just trying to keep it um, as upgraded as possible. Make the ingredients um, as upgraded as possible. I like Boulder Canyon chips. Um, really, I'm looking at the oils when it comes to chips. You do not want anything fried in those seed oils, like canola, vegetable, corn, but that's what most of them are fried in. The Boulder Canyon is in olive oil, and the uh, Jackson's Honest is in coconut oil, so those are better options. Um, I will let them get do some, you know, gluten-free pretzels, and those aren't always have the best ingredients. Um, you know, again, I'm not perfect here. We're just trying to do the best we can. Um, and get better ingredients where we can. So try to find the, the pretzels with the least offensive ingredients in there, and we'll do that. I always include a dessert. I want their lunches to look like their friend's lunch as, most, you know, as much as possible, and they do. Um, they do just in an upgraded way. They get chips, they get lunch meat, they get a dessert, you know. So it's not like I'm sending, uh, you know, tofu and some funky things they have to eat. It It is pretty darn normal. And, um, and they don't complain and say that their lunch looks different from other kids. So that's good. Um, for dessert, I'm usually giving them chocolate because we're just chocoholics at our house and they love it. And I like chocolate because you can upgrade it so easily to a dark chocolate. Um, in, but really normally what I'm doing is putting a handful of enjoy life chocolate chips in there, um, because they're dairy free, nut free, soy free. Not that we're totally dairy free, but, um, just it, they're very simple. The ingredients are simple and I like them. And so we, I'll just put a handful of those in there or, you know, sometimes we'll, um, put a homemade cookie or a homemade dessert or even, um, some kind of, you know, upgraded store-bought cookie. I like the Trader Joe's peppermint patties in there. And so, um, those are good too. And like I said, they get a sandwich on Friday, um, which they love and they, like that's a treat and so um and I do too if I'm eating a sandwich I feel like that's a treat um I, most of the time I, I wouldn't eat a full sandwich it's not how I want to spend my carb load but again I do want my kids to have some understanding of this balance that we have to have you know a, a very um just at least a rudimentary knowledge of the idea that we need these proteins and fats and carbs to be somewhat in balance. You know, I try not to preach at them too much. You know, they don't want to listen to their nutritionist mama, but they do have an understanding and uh, a basic understanding of that. So that's where I'm coming from with them for them. Uh, for snacks, now here's the thing, because when they get home from school and they want a snack, it's usually going to be pretty carby. And so again, you know, if they've had a carby breakfast, if they're eating, you know, donuts and muffins and in cereal every day for breakfast, and then they're having, you know, sandwiches and chips and, you know, bready cookies and everything for lunch, and then they come home and then they have a carby snack. I mean, they they have way exceeded, a, you know, a normal limit of processed food and 
um, in carbs because they, they turn to sugar in the body. And so I'm just trying to look at their overall day and help them understand how to keep that, that balanced. Um, going back to that, you know, listening to uh, French kids eat everything, you know, she just says how the French culture, you know, the parents take on food education as part of their job, and they take it very seriously. And, you know, that that thought food education, like if we're not educating our kids about their food, who in the heck is going to do it? Because if we don't, it's, you know, it's commercials, it is their friends, it is just what's going on in the world. It's, we're, it's a, it, we're battling a lot, you know, with, um, the messages that they're getting about food and so if they're not getting some kind of you know good solid information at home it just you know that sets them up for a harder um a harder relationship with food down the road and so again that is why um, this foundation is so important and as the mama or um just you know the person buying the groceries and uh, maybe your husband is cooking the meals but uh just you know you need to be a, a team on this. And even if your spouse is not on board, that's why it's just you mama being that shining light and just walking that walk and doing your best. If they don't even, if they don't want to hear it, just being the example, you know, kids learn a lot by observing. And so even if you can't talk about it, you know, if they're just shutting you down, just it's okay. Just, you know, you keep eating your way, letting them see that. Let them see that. Let them see that consistency in you. Okay, got sidetracked. Snacks. Okay, my kids love trail mix. Um, that's one of their favorite things to eat, and we need to get back to making that. I have been a little lax in buying things without, you know, the best ingredients. That's one of the things that slipped, just that convenience of it. And you can find um, clean options, but... Um, it's a little bit more tough. There's usually some bad oils in there, but it's so easy to make. So easy to make, and it's so much more economical to make it yourself. And so we'll put like almonds and pecans or cashews and uh, the Enjoy Life chocolate chips and uh, maybe some dried fruit. Like I'll get some organic dried blueberries and throw them in there. That's usually what it, you know, what it is, and it's simple, but they love it. So they have that a lot. They might come home and have a bowl of granola or a rice cake with uh, nut butter, or they love Justin's hazelnut butter. That is a cleaner version of Nutella. Um, so that's a good one. We keep that around. Uh, cheese sticks, maybe some more pretzels or popcorn, like Smart Pop uh, in the bags, or they might do some organic non-GMO microwave popcorn um, in there. And so it's funny, you know, with popcorn, <laughs> my kids, they don't, we don't, they don't associate eating popcorn with movies because um, if we're watching a movie like at night or after dinner, it literally they've had, they've had enough carbs in the day. So I've always just cut them up apples with, to watch with their movies or, or as they're kind of, if they want something later in the evening. And I swear they're just, they're growing up thinking like, you know, movie food is apples. I just think that's so funny, <laughs> but, um, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, my kids do like bars. Uh, they've been eating a lot of Z bars, which it's not, not the cleanest. And I act like they're just coming into the house and I haven't been buying them. I've been buying them. You know, I've just been getting lax. It's easy. I can find them at Sam's and Costco and they come in a big box and, you know, and so it's just one of those things I need to find a, a better option. It's not the worst. It's not the best. They're really burned out on Lara bars. They don't love RX bars. And so, um, they've been eating a lot of Z bars. And so I need to kind of tighten that back up. Okay, um, so you can see a lot of those are really, you know, carb, carb heavy, carb laden. And so, again, if I'm looking at their overall day, I just don't want that. It, I just don't want the overall day to be too carby. So again, that's why we need some balance in the other meals, make sure there's enough protein and healthy fats present. Uh, my kids drink water, they drink live sodas. Um, that's usually what they take with them for their lunches is a live soda because it's in a can um, and it feels like a soda and it feels fun to them and so in it's you know definitely an upgraded version and it's got some probiotics in it so that's a good alternative uh, for them sometimes we'll take lemonade um, or we'll make some herbal tea not really for lunch but I we'll, might we'll make some decaffeinated herbal tea around the house 
um, and they'll drink that sometimes. So that's pretty much all they're, you know, what they're drinking. Okay, and then for dinners, we are, you know, we're just like everybody else. We like Taco Tuesday. We like pizza on Friday nights. We like hamburgers. And I would say we're in a pretty regular rhythm of those things. You know, we'll do tacos on Tuesdays. Um, and I'm making sure to buy non-GMO organic taco shells or grain-free taco shells like Siete, the Siete taco shells. Um, or we're having fish tacos, you know, some version of tacos. But for me, you know, especially, well, I'm not, I'm not really into the shell for tacos anyway. But we're, you know, I'm doing feast to fast. I just make a taco salad, and it, it's great. You know, it's you just skip the shell, and then it just works perfectly for a family dinner. If we're doing uh, pizza on Friday nights, if um, if we're doing, if I'm doing like, you know, a crust, a regular crust, which I do love a pizza crust. It's one of my heck yeah's. Then we order some gluten-free pizza crust from a, uh, a gluten-free baker in Austin, but sometimes we'll make our own, that kind of thing. And so that's, we'll just kind of make our own pizzas. But if I'm doing Feast of Fast and it's week one, it's the sugar detox week, I make, um, and sometimes I do this anyway, because I prefer it. I'll do portobello mushroom caps. Like I'll make a kind of like a pizza in that. I'll roast a portobello mushroom cap and I'll do like pesto and goat cheese and drizzle some balsamic vinegar. Oh my God, so good y'all. So good and it's fine. Everybody's having their pizza and I'm having that and I am not feeling deprived at all. So that's kind of how I make it work if um, I'm not doing a pizza crust at the time. And then like I already I said, we do hamburgers really regularly on the weekend. My boys get involved in making the patties. It's not my uh, not my favorite job. And so they don't mind it. And we just got this new little contraption um, that you can make your patties in. It's like a patty press. You know, it's like one more thing in the kitchen you need, like a hole in the head. But my husband was at our friend's house and they had one and he really liked it. And since we make so many hamburgers and we're in the beef business, he wanted one. And so it was part of his Father's Day present. It just makes nice, um, consistent sized patties and they just cook really well and evenly. And so, and the kids like making the, making it on the hamburger press. So that is, uh, that's fun. And again, we will make, we'll make like four pounds of hamburgers on the weekends and my, we can put away, I mean, my boils will eat two or three hamburgers and, and most of the time we're just eating patties with no bun y'all. So, but they'll eat two or three patties, uh, you know, for dinner. And so we have to make a lot if we want to have leftovers. And so we do. Sometimes they get the bun, sometimes not. Most of the time not. And they're they're used to that. Um, and a lot of times we eat hot dogs without the bun too. And they're used to that. And um, it's just, they, they understand that, you know, all these bready things are, you don't have to have them and they're kind of a treat. So that's just how we look at it. And so that's, those are kind of our normals. And then we finish, uh, we fill in the rest of the week with some of our other favorites, things like just very traditional meals, like a meat and a starch and a veggie, you know, whether that's roast uh, with potatoes and onions and carrots, or maybe, you know, some chicken and rice and, you know, broccoli, uh, just any version of that, you know, a kind of a meat or a fish and a starchy carb, whether it is like rice or potatoes or sweet potatoes. Um, that's kind of usually what we're doing. And then, you know, a vegetable. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and we bring in some, you know, some fish in there for sure. Uh, my kids love egg roll in a bowl. That is really popular in our house. We might do a stir fry. We do a lot of soups when it's cold. It's such a great way to hide vegetables or not hide them, but include them, you know, and my kids will eat them more readily that way. And if your kids don't like big chunks of vegetables, you can blend them up in the, in your blender. I used to do that when they were smaller. Um, blend them up and so it, they, it wasn't so chunky and they would you know just eat it right up now I don't do that so much anymore um, and so those are kind of our regular things that we do over and over um, and then you know and then we'll we'll bring in some different recipes and try different things here and there but that's kind of our, our norm and like I said the beauty of it is is that I can do all of that most of that is just just straight up good feast of fast or sugar detox type food um, and if it's not, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I may not eat the rice or, um, or beans or something like that if they're having it, but that's not really my jam anyway. That's not how I want to spend my carb load. And so it's just easily tweakable, doable, 
to, to eat with the family in the evening and like do feast to fast and not have to make different meals. I just think that's, that is, who wants to do that? You know, that just makes everything much more troublesome. Um, okay. So that's kind of the meals we do. Wanted to talk about supplements, which I don't, you know, I don't like to go too detail into supplements, but I know y'all want to know. And so, um, the thing is, is that I am, I switch up supplements. I don't have this thing we do day in, day out, every single day of the year, you know, forever and ever. Amen. I kind of change things up based on the season, based on what the health issue might be. Um, again, we get lax in the summer, been really lackadaisical, um, in the summer. I had started a gut protocol with my son, uh, my middle son, probably, gosh, I don't know, back in the late spring. And then, uh, and then he went to camp and that just kind of fell apart because it could not maintain what we were doing at camp. And it was just, you know, camp was open and I, I didn't think camp would be open, honestly. Otherwise, I may not have started it at the time that I did, but I for sure wanted them to go to camp and, you know, get to be with kids after what we've been going through. So anyway, that, you know, I kind of got lax on that. It just, everything normally becomes more lax in the summer, but it's just felt again, extra lax because of everything that's been going on. And so I've just here uh, recently been kind of pulling, pulling things back together, um, for supplements, which is about what I do at this time of the year. Like, all right, we got to get these brains primed back up y'all. So, um, I will share with you what we're doing right now. Again, this can change. And again, I will put all of this in the show notes. I'm going to make a blog post about this. And so you can go, what I'll do on the blog post is I will try to go back and update it when I change the uh, supplements. Okay. Um, if I'm changing them up. So, but here's where we are right now. Right now, I'm alternating days. Uh, there's several things I'm doing. One thing I'm doing is alternating days of liver, liver pills and fish oil. Doesn't that sound lovely? <laughs> I, well, here's the deal. I'm using the, the liver capsules, which the liver capsules are just literally like desiccated liver, just dry, you know, dehydrated liver ground up and put in these capsules. Um, I'm kind of using liver like a multivitamin, like a natural multivitamin, even though it's not a full spectrum multivitamin, it doesn't have everything, you know, but it's a real food type source, like a one source, real food source uh, type of nutrition, which makes it very bioavailable. That's the thing about getting nutrition from food, vitamins and minerals is that the way God packages them up in nature and the way that they interact with our body. I mean, God designed that all to work together. Now I know that our soils are deplete. Um, and our, a lot of our foods have been basically, you, you know, uh, bred in different ways. And so it's kind of watered down in the amount of nutrition you get out of it, which is why supplements are helpful and often necessary. But the closer you can keep it to that, to getting your nutrition from real food, the better because it's just more bioavailable. The body recognizes it um, in, in a much more natural and efficient kind of way. And so my thought here with the liver pills is that, you know, it's a great source of amino acids, good source of vitamin A, good source of B vitamins, especially B12, great B12. It's got, you know, some zinc in it. It's got a little vitamin C, not a lot. But again, I feel like coming from this more kind of one source, uh, you know, type food type based uh, supplement, I think it works really well. Um, you know, would it be better if we were eating liver? Sure would, girl. <laughs> sure would. It is on my radar to incorporate that more. I mean, we've I've got it. Actually, you know, my husband's a a grass fed cattle, cattle rancher. And so we get liver, but I tell y'all it sells out. I know you may not believe that, especially if you do not like liver, but people buy our soup bones and our liver. Um, they, they snatch it up. And so sometimes we don't, you know, we don't even have any, so I just need to hold some back for ourselves. And now that we're going to hopefully get into some kind of more regular routine, I can, um, I will start bringing that in. I also kind of have this 
what I want to do is make my own liver pills. If I have a dehydrator, you know, get the liver dehydrated, I need to get a grinder, and then have the little capsules, like make my own. That would definitely take me to a whole new level of crunchy. And I can't even imagine like the destroying of the kitchen that that will look like like a bloody mess. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it is on my radar. I do want to try that. Um, so, you know, my thought about not doing it every day is that livers are really, uh, it's a strong superfood, which is one of the reasons that it's, you know, it's great to eat, but also I think works well as a supplement. But you know, like it's got a lot of vitamin A in it. It's just not something you would have to eat, need to eat every day. You know, if it was an optimal world, you might eat liver like up to three times a week. And so that's kind of my thought here. And so I have these little pill boxes, you know, for the kids. And so I have their liver, liver pills like every other day. Okay, in there. And then in the other days, I'm putting fish oil. So I'm alternating the fish and the liver. Okay, a little surf and turf, y'all, a little surf and turf. So, um, so the fish oil is on the, um, the other days. And, you know, again, great to eat fish, and we do eat fish. Um, we don't eat it every day. Um, and I think for people that even are eating it every day, what we're really getting at here from the fish oil are the, the EPA, the DHA, these omega-3s that are so helpful for the body. They're anti-inflammatory. They fuel our anti-inflammatory pathways. And because we live in this world where we take in so many things that inflame us, we need to counteract that. And fish oil is a great way to go in there in a, in a concentrated way and to do that. Um, but I don't think you need to take fish oil every single day. That's one of the ones I like to cycle in and out. And so I love the idea of alternating these, you know, and even if you are eating fish regularly, are you getting the ones with the most omega threes like sardines, anchovies, mackerel, salmon, you know, um, wild caught cod has a little bit, not, not a lot. Um, you can get some omega threes from grass fed beef. Um, which we do eat a lot, um, but but probably not enough, you know, and so I like to bring it in for my kids, just really, really good for their brain health also. And so to me, it just kind of makes sense to use these more whole food forms of supplements, so to speak, and alternate these. Okay, so I do that. And then adding in a little extra vitamin C right now, I think that's a good thing to do. Um, for where we are in the world, there are several brands that I like. Um, professional brands, I like Buffered C from Integrative Therapeutics. I like the powder from Designs for Health. I like the C from Innate Response. Um, those are all, like I said, professional brands. And for those of you that have been my clients or in Feast of Fast or on my Sunday send out list, where I, you know, I send my email to you every Sunday with a lot of this information you have that link to the full script account. So I have this online place where you can buy supplements at a discounted rate. Um, and, and I have all of these categories and all of these things already loaded there. And so most of what I'm talking about today is in there. And it's a better price than you could get at Amazon. It's not always a great idea to buy your supplements from Amazon not the most there's some tricky business that happens with supplements in Amazon. So not the best source to get your supplements from. But um, but Full Script's a great place to get it. And then there are some good uh, brands at the store too, like for vitamin C, uh, Mega Food is a good brand or Garden of Life Raw C, that's a good brand. So a little, a little extra vitamin C boost right now. Um, we do a probiotic and I love Just Thrive. And I like Megaspore. And so uh, those are kind of our our main probiotics. But then I'll, I'll change it up. I have some other options in full script that we might kind of switch in and out here and there. It's a good idea to, to rotate your probiotics and incorporate some different kind of strains for diversity. So we do a probiotic. Um, the last thing I'm doing with the kids right now is liquid minerals. So minerals are one thing that I think a lot of us are deficient in. Um, 
and just so important for every, every function of the body. Well, all of these are, I feel like I say that about everything y'all, but I don't know why I'm really in tune with liquid minerals right now. And I'm experimenting with this formula from a company called Cellcore. It's not on full script. It's its own separate um, supplement line, but I'm experimenting with those and giving those to my kiddos as well as to myself. Um, there's, there's a brand that you can find on full script or at the store called trace minerals. Um, and they're good too. I, I think they taste pretty bad though. And the cell core doesn't taste great, but it doesn't taste as bad as the trace minerals. And so we're doing that. Um, oh, and I, I still am, um, doing some magnesium for them at night. We just keep magnesium by their bed. Um, the boys, so I should also say here, y'all, that my daughter still cannot swallow capsules. And so she is not getting all of this. She is getting the minerals. Um, she can do, there's a chewable probiotic that I can give her. There is liquid fish oil that I can give her, but she's missing out on the liver pills right now. Um, but, and then also, you know, she can use magnesium spray at night. Um, but, you know, we keep the magnesium by the bed as part of the nighttime routine since it's, you know, good for promoting restful sleep. Um, and so that's what we're doing right now. So it sounds like a lot, kind of, you know, sounds like a lot. It's really not, not that much. Um, again, I'm just kind of rotating things in and out, you know, as I said, seasonally or based on, you know, what I might be doing with them or what I might see they might need individually. But that's, that's where we are right now. Um, and for me, well, I'm a whole different story. Uh, I've got all I'm just picking things in and out of the cabinet all the time. But I, I am doing uh, those minerals really regularly right now, and a few other things. But um, we'll talk about me another day. I just really wanted to let you know kind of where I am with the kids. That's much more consistent uh, right now. So that that's kind of where we are with everything, y'all. I hope that these ideas are helpful to you. Um, again, I just think wrapping up here that where we are in this world, so many things out of our control, but what we can control is putting God first, putting, you know, really putting our health and God on the front burner of our lives. They mean everything right now, everything about um, our peace of mind and how we show up in the world in these physical bodies. Um, there, there's the verse from Proverbs 31. Um, there's so many good verses in there, but one of them is she opens her mouth in wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. And you know, where we are right now, especially all us mamas in the trenches with our, these kiddos, our sweet children's, um, in the school situation, if we are facilitating this learning process, I just know that keeping my tongue kind <laughs> can be challenging sometimes. Um, and I pray for that, you know, I, I'm just like, Lord, please give me this patience. And I can 100% tell you that when I am not treating myself well, uh, and when I'm eating and drinking, it, I, I'm just so much more snappity snap with the family. And that that is not helpful helpful and so we have got to like I said pull it together for ourselves for our families just you know as healthier people in this world because the healthier we are as individuals the healthier are the healthier we are um in the world and um I know I hope you listened to the podcast I did last week with Dr. Ben Edwards and just all of these things that he talked about about keeping us healthy you know it's food it's water it's moving the body um it's peace you know it's all of these things that we can all do together um and some of those targeted things that he talked about for keeping the the mitochondria healthy that you know the energy of our cells just um you know keeping the carbs low you, you know the um the time restricted eating, you know, where you're eating within that window during the day and then fasting at night, um, you know, avoiding the seed oils, which we one of the first things that I teach every person um, is pleased to avoid those. Um, but you know, we're doing all of this in feast to fast, it just all comes together all of this in one place. Um, the food, um, the Lord as our as our compass, as our guide, as our focus for why we're doing this. 
And, um, and so I do hope you'll join us. I truly hope you'll join us and um, come over and sign up for Feast to Fast. Registration is open. We start August the 17th. Um, every single day we, uh, we start our day or we start the day with a Bible verse, um, a scripture verse to ground ourselves, to anchor ourselves in the Lord and why we're doing this program, this Feast to Fast, this faith-based program is so that we can carry ourselves in health and wellness and be excellent vessels of the Holy Spirit. And that is what I want for you, friend. That is what I want for you. So um, if you have any questions, um, or again, if you want to like need a list, a little reference list for all this stuff, you can go to the show notes, I'll get the blog post out. um, And you can reference that. And I hope it's helpful. And thank you so, so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate all the encouraging comments and reviews you leave in iTunes and sharing. You have been sharing a lot of the things I've been putting out lately and just helping me um, spread this message of health and wellness, of real food the way God made it, of being healthy, excellent vessels. And thank you. Thank you, friends. We're in all in this together. And so um, I just appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.